This is Charles, the voice of the break room. Go fuck yourself, 2007. Goodbye, 2007. Hello, 2008. This is The Break Room. We're here to welcome you into our sweet, sweet embrace. Yes. Offer a New Year's gift of a special show. May you please us in ways that 2007 never could. May I stutter better in 2008. (laughs) (laughs) Or stutter less in 2008. You probably won't. Probably not. We're going on two years now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Some reason when I'm in front of the mic, the stutters begin. So, it's just me and Dave this week. Dustin decided that he was too cool. He decided that he would go yet another day without putting up his Everybody Loves Raymond review. He would spend his time not doing that as well, as well as not doing the show. So Dave and I are holding down the ship. No, 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 no. There you go. There he is, being an anti-show person. Now, our plan was originally, and it was very ill-conceived, was to have a best-of show of 2007. Then we ran into a brick wall. Uh, mostly our lack of motivation. Uh, in in uh, the... There- um, or the fact that we don't have any best-of moments. That's not true. <laughs> we had one submitted by Nate. Yes. One best-of. And then we went searching for others, and there were none. I, I listened to the first three episodes. They weren't that great. We should at least cut that one in part into this one at the very end or something. Well, here's what I was thinking. is I talked to Dustin briefly about this. we got episode 100 coming up. Uh, we might as well make that a clip show. Kind of we don't pod fade. Make we it a little pod fade. We'll put in our best moments from the life of our show. Something like, oh, the Canton Nazi, maybe a little bit of that. How about some war chant? War maybe chant. Of course chant. war chant. <laughs> uh, you know. All that. But today we have a very special episode. Uh, this is an episode you can no longer get. This is a, a golden oldie. This is episode four. Uh, for you longtime Break Room fans, you're going to recognize many a drop that came out of this show. So, I think, is this where Out Go Out started? Or was that much uh, Man, I haven't listened to this one. I, I don't know either. what came out of it. I haven't listened to this show in The producer tells years. us it has a lot of stuff in it. That's so what we he have says. To, we have to believe him. Yeah. He basically has his glove compartment is full of break room episodes on CD. Yes. So, and that is no lie. It's no lie. So here comes episode four. We'll talk to you on the other side. Holla. This is the Breakout Media Network. Yo, what's up? This is Jersey Todd from the Jersey Todd Show at www.jerseytoddshow.com. And you are currently listening to one of my new favorite podcasts, The Break Room. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Cue the theme, Chopper Dave. Hi-oh! This drama contains adult language and partial nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to the break room for April 14th, 2006. The uninspired edition. The <laughs> very uninspired edition. Are we all beat down this week? Pretty much. It feels like longer work is getting longer. Every 
It's just, I, I don't know what it is. We're like, getting old. Is it? That means work should be getting shorter. Oh, that's a good point. I guess. Yeah. Time just to fly faster. Less of a percentage of your life every day. Boy. That's so depressing, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go commit suicide now. Thanks, Dave. When we think about it, dude, we're already, each of us, at least a quarter of the way done with our entire lives. There you go. Most likely a third of the way done. Pretty much done nothing, too. Yeah. It's very uninspiring. It's true. We've gone pretty much nowhere. I think when I was, I mean, when I was four and five, you know, I thought I'd be like a fireman. And, and Something you know, important. A fireman, a, you know, a police officer, a fighter pilot, and I'm a programmer. Something Woo. cool. Something, yeah, something cool to where I was a hero to millions or maybe yeah. tens of people. <laughs> at least yourself. Or at least myself. I'm not even a hero to myself. It's really sad. <laughs> it just, Dude, I've been thinking about this stuff so much lately, it's insane. What about being just unsatisfied? Just about, yeah, just my my job doesn't suck, Yeah, but it's just a shitty-ass regular old job. I'm with you, too. It's nothing special. I mean... I agree. It's a it's a solid paycheck, good vacation, good yeah. everything, it's but it fair, still though. sucks. Yeah, and it is. It's just, I think I'm just, I feel like I'm going through a quarter life crisis, honestly, because I'm now 25. Hopefully it's quarter. Yeah, well, I'm 25. Yeah, well, you can never know. I mean, I may have a heart attack and die in a day, <laughs> or I may go ahead and, you know, commit suicide like we talked about. But, you know, I'm 25, and I absolutely feel like what I'm doing now, which is I'm a web programmer, I feel like this is not what I should be doing. And so that's why I keep trying all this shit. You know, we tried Media Sharks. Uh, which Are well, you calling we, the podcast shit? No, no. I, I, I'm i looking for some outlet to where I can maybe someday be creative, escape, like be creative and yeah. escape from the doldrums of daily work. I just absolutely have this feeling like this is not what I should be doing, but I have no other skills to apply. <laughs> yeah, that's the rub. Well, that, and we, it's not that because you do have skills. I yeah. mean, you're pretty artistic, and I like to think I'm pretty artistic. Right. And... But you can't do anything with that shit anymore. You can't. The, the world and the internet and everything seems like it's so flooded with people doing that that you have to just get luckier than shit to make any kind of a living with anything creative. These or have days. a big ass financial backing. Yeah. yeah. Or have an right. insane like uh, marketing degree or something, and then you only get to do somewhat creative stuff because it's all you know it's all has to be checked and double checked and rechecked and quadruple checked by thousands of different people. Yeah. Well, you know, this kind of relates to what. Uh, uh, if you listen to Keith and the Girl today, they were talking about as far as being in a structured work environment versus being an artist like they are. They're both comedians and clowns. And they're saying, you know, because they're both, they're not wealthy at all. And they're both talking about, you know, if you want to do art, you really have to literally suffer for your art because you scrape by every month. Whereas, because they were talking about the top jobs, which we were going to get into later as far as what Money Magazine says the top jobs are. And yeah, you have job security, but you never have a chance to improve yourself and get do stuff that you want. That's why I'm so hung up on retirement. So, yeah, because so, I hate work, yeah. and retirement will be I will be done I, with work. Well, and that's why I'm so hung up on doing stuff like this. Is why that's why we tried why I tried this entertainment. Uh, and then it was also a money making tool or an attempt at being yeah, a money making. Well, sure, tool. sure. It was a creative outlet. It was a way to get a, you know to express myself. And of course, that went to media sharks. And then, well, the way I see it, which. Once you have your nest egg, then you can be creative, do whatever you want. That's true. Suffering for your art, quote unquote. But I mean, you're already done. You have your money, and you can do what you want. Yeah, but between now and then, I mean, I've got so much debt. I'm not going to be able to retire before I'm like 90. So no, that's not true. But I mean, literally, it's going to be. You know, I'm at least going to be 60 probably before I can retire. And possibly, you don't have that much debt, relatively speaking. I want to retire now. Well, yeah. (laughs) You know, who doesn't? But I want to be able to. 
it wouldn't See, even be necessarily to retire. I just want to do something I enjoy. Yeah, I want to be able to do stuff while I'm young. And, I mean, I know where you're coming from with the retirement thing. And that would be awesome to retire pretty young. But you're you're still going to probably be what? How old do you think you're going to be if everything were to go perfectly as planned? Between 40, 45 and 50. Yeah. It's still like, I mean, you're an old man it's then. It's still 20, 20, 25 years off. Yeah, 40 I to do, 20. I want to do all the retirement stuff now while I'm yeah. young and healthy and can do it and not have anything else to worry about yeah i mean when you're 45 50 you can't go bang your way across europe like i want to do you know well, it depends you could but it depends on how you keep yourself up it depends on which we're all doing fabulous jobs we are staying yeah. perfectly <laughs> and healthy yeah just go check out some of our pictures on myspace <laughs> are those up now oh yeah i put them up from last week um well that's like i've been toying with the last probably week or so um and reading up and researching doing a and I did it a while back, a hike. And I'm trying to get one together for before the wedding. Is this the Appalachian Trail dream? Well, it's the same It's the same offshoot of that dream, yeah. which turned into nothing. Yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. I got a job and settled down, shit happened. Yeah. Got a fiancé. Got a fiancé, which that's not shit happening. That's well, good no, stuff, but, but, you know, <laughs> still kind of... Hey, you're the one who called it shit happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of one of those things that prevents you from, from but doing the last, that. I've just had the itch for the last couple of weeks to just go do it and i don't know it just sucks that and i want to do that but i want to be able to do that kind of stuff all the time yeah exactly and not know that you know it's awesome i'm gonna have five days off but then i'm gonna come back and go to the same exact job at the same time and do the same jobs that i was doing when i left and and that's why i'm hoping that maybe this at least maybe this will be somewhat successful i would love to quit my job and just do this all the time uh, even with the company I work for, if I could somehow get them to create a department to do this, which I've thought about doing, uh, they're a fairly big retailer, and I think they could really take advantage. Do you think advantage. they would go for that? I don't know. They I seem, don't know. They don't seem like they foster that kind of environment well, up there. No, they're not They're not exactly the most creative environment, but we've now got uh, come out of the quote-unquote recovery phase of when they were losing to other uh, department stores, and we're now in the aggressive phase. And so my hope is that now they want to maybe they want to tackle new advertising uh, markets and one of the new markets is podcasting and there's several and the, it kind of annoys me but in our all our big meetings they always refer to the target customer as her which is obvious being a department store most of your customers are going to be female given that three-fourths of the space in these stores it's given over females but still there are a lot there uh there are several female oriented podcasts out there and i'm hoping maybe they can create something but i don't know i i'm going back and forth on it it's like, do I really want to stick my neck out there that much? You know, how what can it hurt though? Just what to throw it, it out well, there to them. Yeah, I'm going to fire you for suggesting that. Well, I'm not saying they'll fire me, but it's one of those things. Like, well, it's like office space. You work just hard enough not to get noticed or not to be fired, I guess. And I don't want to give this impression that I really, really want to work that hard. And maybe if I enjoyed it, you know, you would want to though. In that case, yeah, I guess that's true. I one of the biggest things I miss from my old, one of my old jobs is. I don't know why. I get so beat down by wearing slacks every day, like wearing a button-down shirt. I want to go back to wearing shorts and a T-shirt again. I'm, I miss that. I miss if, the. If I could just get out of wearing freaking ties, I'd be happy. Hey, you got jeans Friday now? You get to wear the, yeah. cool, the cool banking Dude, uh, I don't understand why the hell any of us have to. I don't know about you, Dustin, because I don't know how much you interact with customers. Zero percent. Why do any of us not have to not get to wear shorts to I work? Agree. I do not ever once, ever see anyone that is not another employee well i i do see people that come from their uh our buyers always meet with people from the 
the merchandisers from other companies when they come uh, to sell stuff for our stores. Uh, but they're usually wearing jeans. And that's the thing. They they wear whatever the hell they want. You'll see them anywhere from from three-piece suits, like dark pinstripe suits, all the way to like, I've seen a guy wearing shorts. Well, before. I'm sure their thinking is that they're buying from you, so they want you to be more presentable for the buyer. No, 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 no. We're buying from them. Oh, we're selling their okay. merchandise, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So they wear whatever they want. Well, they're going, yeah. Okay, and and the, the biggest thing that gets me is in the basement of this place, we have all the photography studios. And those fuckers get to wear whatever they want. I mean, literally, the guys come in, they wear hats, they wear shorts, sandals. They look like... The guys taking the photos? Yeah. They look like they just rolled out of a 50-year-old VW Bug, you know, without a shower. I mean, why do they get to wear whatever they want? Yeah, and that's like an artistic environment, though, you know? So what? I mean, being being a programmer, there's some art to being a programmer. Plus, you know, like Dave said, the my customers, I never meet with them. My customers are in Salt Lake City. I've met with them once in the five years I've been there. Well, how screwed up it is at my job is seven months of the year you wear a tie and the yeah. rest you don't. So yeah. are the customer's okay with you not wearing it for a few months. And that, that is weird. Why is it like that? I have no idea. That's really odd. Yeah. I mean, they're, they don't want you in the winter to be dressed casually or something. It's okay in the summer if you, if you don't wear a tie. That it makes no sense. It's not like you're going to be, just by removing the tie, you're going to be that. I mean, in Texas, it gets fairly hot here. Exactly. You're going to be hot with or without a tie when it's 115 outside. Sweaty ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's just one of those things. You're not, you don't warm up any by putting a tie on. You don't really cool down that much. When it's 115 or it's two degrees outside, well, I guess it never gets that cold here. But still, it doesn't really make that much difference. So they can't claim some sort of health protection issue, and the customers. No, don't. they're claiming a presentation issue, but I don't understand why, the presentation okay, issue. Okay, and if it's a presentation issue, why would customers give a fuck any more in the winter time than they do in the summer? That's a perfect question. I, to that ask doesn't make any sense. I've I mean, asked that, and there is no answer except for people higher than the people I ask say that's how it has to be, and. Well, you are the CIO now, so maybe you can change uh, that. Well, or assistant CIO, excuse me. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Report Runner. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Set an office all day running reports. I mean, I guess at least it's an office. It's not a cube, but still. Oh, God. They, still a beating. Dave and I both sit in queues. And that's yeah. the thing is is the place I work in, it's full of trees. Like they, It's got uh, skylights all, all over the place, and they brought in trees, of course, which drive my allergies nuts. But still, it's supposed to make it more natural and more make, pleasant. And it doesn't make it more pleasant. Yeah. But that's only if you're outside the cube, not when you're in a like a six by six cube. They went last year when they decided to close down one of our. We had two offices here in the Dallas area, and we had one down at six thirty five, which is down in Dallas proper, I guess. And they had High one. Five. They had one the headquarters up here in Plano, and they decided, oh, we're gonna. A few years ago, they said, well, we're not gonna renew our lease. So in 2005, we're going to move everybody from the secondary office up to the headquarters, to the main building, right? So to do this, to fit everybody's ass in, they had to eliminate all the guest parking from one and build new parking lots. But then on top of that, the worst thing is, not just the parking, they had to quote-unquote restack the cubicles, which meant they cut down like a quarter off the size of our cubes. It's already bad enough when you're in this, like a gray cube that all you've got on your walls is like flow charts. Oh, yeah. It's and I was I mean and here's the other thing is they got they used to get mad at us because for personalizing our cubes and I used to put up movie posters like I had Spider Man and all this other stuff and they used to get back mad in at the people. Media Sharks days when back we got in the Media Sharks days yeah, yeah yeah I had movie posters I prefer not to promote entertainment if 
yeah. makes it all possible. Well, they uh, they decided they used to get mad at people for do it for personalizing, and they would actually send out notices. Mm-hmm. Then we got a new HR guy. He's all about personalizing our cube, and so now it's actually I've gone down from since they cut down the cube size. I no longer have enough room for posters. I got room for one poster, and it's Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> That's it. The rest of it's all flow charts and phone numbers. And why do you have flow charts? Well. Flowcharts of our systems, you know, since I'm on call once a month, roughly, it's it shows the interactions of our various systems. It's really boring shit. Okay. I mean, nobody really cares. Yeah. But that's that's the big <laughs> yeah, explanation. Just quit telling me about it. Okay. The, Sorry, I asked. The other thing I did was was the smallest personalization besides my Napoleon Dynamite poster was I had a coffee maker, like one of those single cups that Dave gave me for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I used it for a few months. And I also had a fan and a CD player slash radio, which I couldn't pick up the fucking signal in the building. I can't pick up. I can barely pick up the strongest signal in Dallas in this building, let alone the station I actually want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they sent they sent me an email a couple months ago, and I still haven't complied. But they were like, "You can't have these electric devices in your cube. You need to remove them immediately. This includes refrigerators, coffee makers, fans, whatever." And this building has. Are they afraid that it's going to cause a fire? I or guess something? Is it they the, didn't say that. Okay. They said it. They said according to the home office. Uh, Something policy, which is in our copy rooms. Oh, it's like an etiquette poster. Like it's some kind of improper etiquette to have a fan. And I still haven't complied with it. Like, when you've removed the items, send us an email and we will come by and inspect your cubicle. I never have. And my my coffee maker still sits on my desk. My fan still sits there. I still use it. So you're just gonna do that until you get fired? Yeah, pretty much. Man, I saw some guy at my work that had the lamest cubicle decorations ever. What's that? His entire cubicle around the... He has his desk that goes around all the edges of the cubicle right. with his computer on part of it. Around the entire edge sitting on his desk was flattened, empty Starbucks coffee packages. Oh, my God. With each kind of... He, each one was different kind like, of coffee that like he had the, been collecting the bag. Like the grounds? Like what the grounds come in, the big bag. Right. Like That's a, a high bag. five. And they were all empty and used and flattened and just like sitting against the wall all the way around the edge. And it looked like every one was different. Oh, what a fucking champ that guy is. I know. And I thought wow. that guy was cool before that. I was like, what the hell? Why are you collecting those? Coffee drinker. That is not cool. This is a testament to how much money you have overspent. I know. For coffee. I mean, I get. I love Starbucks, obviously, but I'm not going to build a shrine. I, I, well, most people do. I'm not going to build a shrine to them. All the frappuccinos that I've sucked down over the years. You don't see me stacking them up here in my apartment. You should, though. I should, but... That should be a new bit. <laughs> it's... And people are working. Should make like a bed canopy out of them or something. That would be gross. Yeah, it would. Sticky. Of course, I kind of like the stickiness. Yeah. Yeah. It'd at least be the support frame, you know? So pretty much we've decided fuck work. Fuck, fuck work. Fuck life. And the question Let's is, how do we kill ourselves? Life, but. How do we get out of this? That's. <laughs> how, do we get tra- how do we get trapped in the rat race, and how do we get out of the rat race? Well, I'm I don't want to move to the mountains. Are you? And live off of the land the shit you find yes i will kill bears eat squirrels and bears dude bears. oh sorry okay and eat them raw with your bare hands Are you gonna let be- my immune system fight off the diseases i would catch <laughs> have it be all natural a real tough mountain man would do that you're gonna they don't take medicine you're right you're gonna build huts out they of don't need fire <laughs> rub some raw bear shelter. on it i'm not living in a hut that's for voices live in a cave just I'm live out in the open. Just live it out in the open. Just out in the open, just by the river. Underneath my hands. That's what will be my roof. Underneath your hands. I'll just cut my hands over my head and stop the rain. That's awesome. The sun. What the hell are you going to do when it's raining? You're just going to sit there 
cut my hands <laughs> over my head. Let it flow down my arms and off to the That's side. That's how you take the shower, I guess, and get clean once once a month. Well, I guess in, in the mountains it probably rains a little more, but maybe. Snows. It snows, that's true. You could wipe my ass with pine cones. You can make a snow dave in the, in the snow and rub your arms back and forth. I will. Me and my bear cub pet. <laughs> your bear. I thought you were going to eat the bears. I ate them all. I made the cub my <laughs> so pet. So you raised them and then killed them like cattle? Yeah. Fatten them up. I'm surprised they comply with that. Don't try to fight back at all. Well, I show them how tough they, I am. They don't have a choice. It's Mountain Man Dave. <laughs> that's true. Strangles them with his beard. Yes, if they get mad, I scrape them with the scruff of my half-grown beard. <laughs> well, eventually you're going to have one down like your feet, though. Well, then you can strangle. That'll be my bed. <laughs> well, Slash tent. All well, right, have to make a pillow. I'm doing this starting now. See y'all later. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> uh, I'm so sick of this shit, though. And don't even get me started on people at work. Good God. Why do I hate everybody? I think I hate everyone at work just about, except maybe two or three people. I was going to say, you hate us? No, no, but you guys don't work with me. He does a little bit. We're working with you right now. We're working with you right now. I don't consider this work. This is more of a hobby. I think there's like three or four people at work that I I don't mind hanging around. And one of them is out this week because he, he, uh, well, he didn't have the baby. His wife did. (laughs) Had the baby last night. He's not like you. Yeah. He hasn't birthed the children. Cranked a few out of his ass yet. Uh, Is that where they came from? Well, if you're a guy, where else you you can't? I don't know. You can't see the baby. How are you going to send a baby through your through your? I said urethra? a C-section. Uh, C-section. But they, they cut it out. You yeah, don't know what, what a C-section st- is. Yeah, I know what a C-section is, but it has to be in your like in your fupa. Well, where else would it go? I don't know. You can't store a baby in your fupa. There, there's all fat. There's no room for a baby. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. How the fuck did we get on the subject of babies and fupas? How did it grow from a fetus to a full baby? Where the hell was it? <laughs> it's still relatively large. And we're not like seahorses. But where the hell did you keep it? I don't know. That's this, why is, I, this is retarded. That's why I said my ass. This is fucking stupid. This is the f- most retarded conversation we've had in a long time. You realize that? On or off air. Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. I think that's the end of this show. Well, see you later. <laughs> that's What's the significance of telling us that anyway? Okay, so let's do a song. I think, I Are think we done? Hey, that was a good opening segment. Was it? We didn't even get to that. I think it was. What kind of rating would you give that, Dave? Mountain Man Better Dave? than us just reading a news article. You think? That's why I thought we should just start the conversation. Just start talking. Let it go. We've now exposed the formula. How's your vagina? <laughs> so is this, is this our award-winning formula now for... We just start talking? Just random talking? What's so, the of telling us that anyway? babies and fupas and coming out your ass <laughs> on the next break room. Sweaty ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's play a song. Uh, the band this week is Enter the Haggis, or Haggis, or however the fuck you say that. And <laughs> and uh, the song is... You sound yeah. so pumped up about it. <laughs> I'm, I told you I'm beat down this week. I think you we're all beat down. at least be happy about the band. Well, okay, it's a I great... I don't think they appreciate you saying the I name know, with I such sure unenthusiasm as that. <laughs> or whatever the hell unenthusiasm. the fuck you say. I don't think unenthusiasm is a word. It is you understand in the, the mountains. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta translate the mountain talk up in the Ozarks. I'm gonna be living in the mountains of North Plano. <laughs> oh yeah, all those mountains. Maybe in the fake mountains, the fake beautiful mountains. Yeah. Well, that's a dead end. All right, so the band is Enter the Haggis. You can find them at EnterTheHaggis.com and uh, MySpace.com/slash EnterTheHaggis. This song you'll like them, contrary to what how well they promoted them. <laughs> The song is Gasoline. War chant, war chant. 
<laughs> Where's the war chant? Come on. War chant. War chant. This is the only time you're going to get to play this. I'm going to play this underneath every band we play from now on. <laughs> I really did appreciate that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mix the Jesus All right. High gasoline. Five. High five. Out. High go. Five. Out. Go.
You know how I know that you're gay? How? You like the movie Made in Manhattan? You know I know you're gay? How? I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know how I know that you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? Shut up. You guys remember the uh, Britney Spears statue? That uh, we we mm-hmm. talked about a couple weeks ago. I think it was maybe it was the first or second show. Remember her of her shooting out the baby? Actually, it was the first episode. You don't remember that? <laughs> yes, I remember. Okay, that. remember how we didn't have a rear view? Yes, and that okay. was good. Here you go. Look at that shit. Oh, it looks like she's got giant balls. Look at the way. I mean, look at this this area here. It's supposed to be below the baby cannon. Yeah. Look. So where's that picture from? Uh, this is from Gawker.com. Like, where is the statue at, though? Oh, it's... I have no idea. Are we thinking about going visiting it? No, but... You want to know, know where the pick was? house it's in. That's not in somebody's house. It's in a museum. Somewhere in New York or California. Something like that. It's insane. This is supposedly a statue advocating... What the hell's wrong with her feet? It looks like, like, what's she around has, her uh, ankle cuffs on. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, I know. Yeah, some sort She's of restraint. down. I guess it keeps maybe it keeps her legs spread open so she can fire. Yeah, why out. are her joints like all fucked up? Maybe, Look at our arms too. Maybe you didn't finish. Her Is it posable? Well, <laughs> she's like an action figure. She it's has like karate chop rope. action. <laughs> Kung, Fu, like, Kung Fu grip with her vagina. Oh man, that's uh, yeah. That's about all I got to say about that. I I just don't understand how how is that a uh, how does that advocate pro life. I have no idea. This makes me want to commit abortion. Having rotating feet and rotating sweaty arms. <laughs> a sweaty ass with kung fu grip in and, and your vagina and shoot. And, that doesn't look like a crowning head either, does no. it? It just looks like a bubble. It looks like she got like she's kind of into fisting and stuff like that. And she got something shoved up there. Like she had an old Kevin Fetterline, like put a, bounce, a rubber ball in there or something. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like a baby's head. No, not at all. Yeah, I suppose that Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Britney Spears, that stupid bitch. She, uh, did you hear what happened to her kid? Like, he got dropped from his high chair this week? No. Yeah. Uh, apparently, well, maybe not this week. It was last week. Apparently, the nanny was putting him in his, uh, Sean Preston, who's six months old. W- wasn't it just a couple of weeks ago that she was driving around with him in her lap? Yeah, yeah. She's definitely, her and Kevin are definitely not winning uh, Parents of the Year mm-hmm. uh, this year. Surprisingly, I mean, I always had my hopes for them, but. I thought she'd make a good mom. I think they're out of the running. Really? No. Oh, okay. Sarcasm, buddy. Okay. Well, the way you said that was so convincing, and you've been. No. Anyway, I've been what? I don't know. Okay. I just lost my thought. Yeah. Okay. The uninspired edition. What the hell are you doing over there? Sorry. Quit banging shit. Okay. So, anyways, the kid got dropped, and apparently, the nanny dropped him when she was trying to put him in his high chairs, according to Star Magazine. According to them... So we always go to the reliable news sources. <laughs> well, this is on Yahoo, or it's actually in the AP, so if the AP reports it, you know it's truthful. Absolutely. Apparently something in the chair snapped, and the kid slipped from the nanny's arms and fell and bridged his head. His giant head, apparently, according to the statue. Uh, his giant crowning head. His giant crowning head. Apparently CPS, or well, in California, it's called uh, the DCFS, but apparently they had to come out and invest, make an open investigation, which they say is... Uh, Standard procedure, but you know, whatever. Here's the thing, though. They got a doctor to check the kid out. They, apparently, the doctor makes a house call, said he was okay. But then the kid, according to some other articles I read, he started sleeping too much. And so six days later, they finally take him to the to the emergency room. Because he was sleeping six, too much? Well, you know, with like a concussion. Oh, okay. Stuff yeah. like that. Six days later. 
That's awesome. Hey, they said there's no crime was committed, so I think. Well, see, everyone's making a big deal out of it, but I can kind of understand that if they brought a doctor out and he said he's okay. I guess. You th- assume the doctor notices what he's talking about and he's okay. Yeah, but when it comes and to... And then it's good of them that they at least noticed, you know, he's sleeping a little bit too much. Maybe we should go make sure he's okay. Well, well yeah, at least they went to the hospital. At least he didn't have, like... See, I heard he had he maybe had a skull fracture. You would think he... And the doctor that came out didn't notice that? You would think... I don't... The, that doctor's not real qual- high well, quality. And you would think a doctor would advocate going to the going to the hospital when it comes to a head injury and and babies who don't have fully developed skulls yet. You would think that he would advocate that going and get some x-rays when it when it when he has like bruising across his whole head. But whatever. I can't believe more babies don't get dropped. Well, I mean, I drop shit all the time. I'm probably going to drop my kid like 50 times while I have him. Just make sure it's not on his head. I'm going to have to call in the warranty and get him replaced like my <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> Uh, okay, one of the best headlines this week, which Dustin found and sent me at work, was off of MSN. The headline was merely, I eat, says Nicole. And this is one of those stories like, why do we give a fuck? Honestly. The whole story is about how she's anorexic and everybody's all concerned about it. And it's just, it's talking about, what? what's the base, what's the whole point of the story? I, I didn't read the whole thing, but... I actually didn't read it either. Oh. I just saw the headline and thought that All was right. the most ridiculous crap I've seen in a while. I guess it's just addressing... I, I'm glad we, we did preparation we for did. this show today. We got the story tell. here, didn't we? We got the story. I got a little highlighting here. Well, Nicole says... Uh, this is talking about her anorexia because she's become like a twig. Not that she was ever fat, but still. Uh, I like their description of her in this. Yeah, I did her, read that part. Her description is, uh, So what if Nicole Richie has clavicles so sharp they could cut Coke cans, or a sternum so cavernous you could lose your keys in its echoing depths? She insists, that no reason to su- she insists that's no reason to suspect she's unhealthy or doesn't enjoy a big heaping helping of the carb-loaded sandwichy goodness every now and then. Nicole responded with, Am I thin? Yes, no doubt about it. But to say I'm on the verge of death is just untrue. My family gets really upset to see these people writing lies about their child. Do they ask me about it? No, because they know that I eat. Okay, whatever. Obviously, she eats sometimes, or she would be dead. Well, yeah, sometimes. But it's the matter of eating enough to be healthy. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's just Well, like, again, but that goes for all gossip columns. I mean, is there really ever anything that noteworthy in them? I mean, why do we really care about what celebrities do, I, what they eat? Because we love to prop, who they're with. We love to What's prop people up, and anyway? we love we love to tear them down. I don't yeah. know what it is about American culture, and it's not only and the, the Brits are worse than us about it. Who started mixing the names? What do you mean, like the Bragelina and all that stuff? Who started that? Do you have any idea? Lazy Americans. Yeah, yeah. they don't it's even lazy to even say two. They don't want to names. say the two names. They just mix them together. Well, you can't even say pregnant anywhere anymore. The new trendy word is it's a bump. It's not you're pregnant. It's a bump. Oh, that's the new thing? Yeah, you even heard that? Do you have to do the air quotes when you, you say it? You have to do the air quotes, yes. Yeah, so okay. I love the air quotes. So, okay. quote unquote, bump. Our listeners can witness that. I know it's so. not a visual medium, but I always do it. I talk a lot of times with my hands, so fuck you. All right, so here's another wonderful uh, story. There's another wonderful celebrity story. This one's actually somewhat interesting, though. Uh, Pink, the singer Pink who now apparently spells her name with an, an upside-down exclamation point, so I guess she's become Latino. That's a standard eye there. Yeah, but I'm saying if you look at her logo on her new album, it's upside-down. It's like an exclamation point. Uh, okay. Or maybe it's just an eye upside-down that looks like an exclamation point. So whatever. Anyways, I guess that means she's exciting. Uh, she, t- she told the... Uh, <laughs> it came with the air hands. It came with time. the air hands. Jazz, those are called jazz hands, jazz buddy. Hands, jazz okay. hands. When you're doing the singing, you're doing your tunes, you got to get the jazz Whenever hands Whenever you're going. excited. Whenever you're excited and talking about pink and vomit. 
got to get the jazz hands going. <laughs> uh, she talks about how she told Lena Mira how her and her, I guess it's her husband, Carrie Hart, who's a motocross racer, fell in love. Here's her quote. One night, ten of us were in a limo all completely wasted and my head was spinning. I told the driver I was going to throw it, but he didn't stop fast enough, so I jumped out while we were still going about 20 miles an hour. I rolled into the curb, and Carrie jumped out of out, after me. I was freaking out, desperate to make myself throw up, and Carrie was like, Baby, do you want me to hold your hair? I was like, Get away from me! And then he suddenly said, Do you want me to throw up with you? And I was like, Eh, okay. So he sticks his whole hand down his throat and throws up with me. I was like, That's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. That's very romantic. How the fuck do you stick your whole hand down your throat? Wouldn't you choke at that point? I think you guys should add that to the wedding ceremony, Dave. That's right. You guys barf together. You what? know, they do unity candles. You guys could do the like unity, unity vomit. When I'm, that's what we're going to do. At the very end, before I present you as Mr. and Mrs. David Bush, we're going to have the... And, and it's not going to be just you two. We're going to have the whole <laughs> sanctuary. Everybody in the audience vomit together. Does that work for you? No. Wow. What a buzzkill. I hate you. We can all take a dump together, though. Sweet. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I don't like throwing up. Can can we all move out to the mountains with you as well? Yeah. Sweet. Kill bears. With our beards. <laughs> with our beards. The women, too? The women, too. <laughs> with their leg hair. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Tiger Woods this week is getting in trouble. Because uh, what he said at the Masters, he's getting in trouble with the Brits. <laughs> Not a Brit. Uh, in the Manchester Evening News... Uh, Woods apparently at the Masters, which he everybody expected him since his dad's uh, dying, expected him to win, and he uh, apparently fucked things up in the end. I don't know. I don't watch golf, but why does that mean he would win? Well, a lot of people thought because he would have the motivation to say, "Daddy, I'm going to win the green jacket again." Because he ate his dad's heart and it gave <laughs> and he, him extra yeah. power. <laughs> but he's only dying. He's not dead. He's not dead. Somehow his dad has he, a spare heart in the meantime. <laughs> Well, he's bleeding out during the tournament. <laughs> well, they could put him on one of those uh, those artificial right up to hearts. the last shot. They could do falls like, over. They could do like chaining stuff, an artificial baboon heart in him, a robot heart. No, it's a four pack of Sprite. Remember, that's what four sprites in the room. Remember his uh, demands. You're talking yeah, about but, me remembering back to the but to that the first isn't episode. that doesn't serve for his heart. Why that's, not? That doesn't replace his heart. He's a robot. Maybe it's heart. fueled by Sprite. Then maybe it's fueled by it, but it's not his actual heart. <laughs> Why not? Because it has to actually pump. What does a Sprite can do? It just sits there and... Fizzes? It's fizzy. Well, it's not even fizzy in the can, is it? You have to shake it up. You have to get Earl Woods up there doing a little jig, and here I am doing the air jig. I just don't tell... Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyways. In, in uh, the... There, um, uh, hey, the, uh, I didn't fuck so, up. Uh, these, these... They, uh... So, I don't <laughs> Fuck you. He was waiting to play that, man. I know he was. The first time any excuse, any excuse. So Tiger said, I put it atrociously today. Once I got on the greens, I was a spaz. And this one little phrase, I was a spaz, apparently got him in trouble with the Disability Rights Commission in Britain and the charity called Scope, uh, which, I, funnily enough, used to be called the Spastic Society. I just have to make a quick comment here. Yeah. Don't you love the picture with the sorry colin woods and he looks like he's just so defeated he's about to tear up he's all tender he's got his pink shirt on with his green jacket he looks very sorry there well apparently the uh scope which used to be called the spastic society is offended because according to them the word spaz uh, was derived from a spastic person who is apparently one who has seizures 
who they relate to someone who has cerebral palsy. So they're saying we're making fun of disabled people when we say that, which I think is completely untrue. I think this is taking political correctness way too far. It's who cares all, if he was? Well, I, yeah, it's his prerogative. I mean, I guess he's I would allowed to make fun of retards if he you're wants right. to. You're right. I would understand why people would be offended at that point. But if the thing, the point is, he wasn't actively making fun of. When you're Tiger Woods, you can make fun of whoever the hell you want to. <laughs> That's true, because you can afford to have anyone killed that you want. But he, the point is, he wasn't making fun of anybody. So I don't understand what the big deal is. Do you have to kill the people you make fun of? Yes, absolutely. You make fun of them and then kill them. You don't he have long to, to go then, buddy. He needs to no. buy a retard to take on tour with him now to be his caddy. <laughs> to be his caddy. And they can go into spasms him, together call on, the, him, yeah, on the course. Call him the spaz. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the, the little midget that hangs around with Eminem and Kid Rock. Tiger and the spaz. The token token tard. Uh, I'm not going to do that story. Why not? Um, Because I don't want to. Uh, Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. CNN Money this week came out. Well, I guess it's Money Magazine. This week came out with the 10 best jobs in America. Uh, I was going to make you guys guess, but since you're staring at my monitor, we'll just run these down from 10 to 1. Uh, Number 10 is psychologist, which... That seems like a beating having to listen to everybody every day. I mean, of course, everybody's listening to us, and all we've been doing today is bitching. But all you have to do is sit there and take notes, and that's true. Kind of nod along. And I think as a psychologist, you don't have to. Am I right in that you don't have to prescribe anything? Isn't that a psychiatrist that prescribes? I don't remember which one. One of them can, one of them can't. So. But I can't remember what it is. We really don't have to Google it. It's uh, not that. I was going to Google. I was going to dictionary.com. Oh, excuse but, me. Okay, fine. I won't. Uh, number nine is pharmacist, which. That seems all right. I mean, I got to know your meds. Pretty much. Anytime I go to Walgreens or anything, now they're getting bitched out because, well, I mean, they fuck it up, but it's right. taking longer than they expect or something else. It seems like, you know, when you want your meds, you're dealing with a bunch of sick people that yeah, well, are already in a bad mood. Yeah, kind of, but usually the pharmacist is in the back, and it's the pharmacist assistant the clerk that who that's actually getting bitched the out. Yeah, they're the yeah, ones okay. getting bitched out. Yeah, that's, that's true. The pharmacist is behind the little counter, yeah, laughing at the, the meds assistant. up and they, putting them in different bottles. Yeah, they rarely have to do anything. <laughs> And this is taking into account growth to pay to stress ratios. Yeah, stress so levels, other factors. If you get enough money and there's a little stress, then yeah, they're, true. they're not counting that out. Uh, okay, number eight was a real estate appraiser, which seems very low stress. I mean, people might bitch you out once in a while. They might call you up and say, yeah, but, underpraised me. But yeah, you, how, how say, bad can it be? Well, get a second opinion. What am I going to do? Uh, number seven is a computer IT analyst, which no, 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 it sucks. I have to say, I, it's just a beating, man. Sitting in, like we talked about earlier, sitting in a cube all day, writing code is not relative to pay, though. Pay's well, okay. Is an analyst the same thing as a code number cruncher? Uh, Don't they so analyze the final product? Aren't the analysts the people you they bring in and pay way too much money to tell? your IT department what y'all need to do to become more efficient and they don't actually do anything. That's more of a consultant, anything. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's more of a consultant. An analyst I would is, think an analyst might might look at the final product after you guys put it in. Well, they have two on here. Software engineer and computer IT analyst. I tend to think of an analyst more of, well, I guess it's more someone who analyzes the business process, which is really boring. Uh, but they also list in here database specialists, IT managers, stuff like that. So it's kind of lumping quite a bit altogether because a database analyst is also a programmer in some respect. But who cares? There, it's it, stress level can be very high at times. Stop boring everyone. You have one of the top ten jobs, so stop bitching. <laughs> I know. Number six is a market research analyst, which seems like just a really easy job. 
You have number seven slash almost number one. That's true. Number five is a physician's assistant. And number four is a human resources manager. So the guy getting bitched out. Now, the human resources manager seems like a bitch ass of a job. You think? Why? Dude, you have to think about all the old hens and the just the attitude people that work with you and all yeah, the you have assholes. To deal with all the and you have to deal with shit. every single one of those people when you're that person. That's why and you, all their little complaints and you have to try and please the entire Maybe not office. the manager, though. That's why you hire someone to kill them. You might have your minions under. You have to deal with that stuff oh, and no. you just do the... Final Most of the time, if you're a manager like that in human resources, you're not under that big of a department, no, unless it's a really big company. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number three, financial advisor. You get to, uh, that seems like that would be stressful. It seems like it would. Be like this f head you know, messed all yeah, my money up last year, and especially somebody. Yeah, you fuck up somebody's account. Yeah, then that's probably someone who could afford to have you killed. <laughs> Good yeah, point. People use financial advisors. Uh, two is a college professor, which. Seems fairly laid back. But seems fairly laid back, but there's not all, too much that money. That seems like it. Oh, they get paid a lot, especially if you stay there for a while and get yeah. a tenure. But plus, you got to write papers every semester and no, all but kinds of if shit. you're a college professor, you like doing that kind of shit. Yeah, that's probably that's true. That's true. And number one is the software engineer, which I'm not real sure what the difference between software engineer and what I do, the difference is, but uh, yeah, I guess click on that link and uh, I guess you're not real adept at that, are you? Stupid left handers. Uh, I don't use the mouse. Okay, designing and developing. You are one pathetic loser. Well, this is testing computer programs. So you uh, have the you have the number one job, and you're bitching. But see, I don't design. I don't do cutting edge projects like designing video games or tweaking a military laser. <laughs> Not that cool. <laughs> All right, that's well, you, man. Fuck me, little whiny baby bitch. Uh, going back, I guess it was last episode, or maybe the episode before that, talking about the Duke Lacrosse team. That was the last episode. Is that the last episode? Okay. Keep track. That'd be great. Uh, well, apparently the uh, the DNA evidence was invalid, and they didn't find any of the DNA from the accused lacrosse players. Was the evidence invalid? Isn't it? The DNA evidence? It's still valid evidence, proving no. that they're not the people. Uh, okay. I guess from that respect. Anyways, it didn't, pr- it didn't prove that they were guilty. didn't link them to the crime, I should say. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if it was invalid evidence, and they couldn't use it, could they? Anyways, Mike Nifong from the Durham, North Carolina District Attorney said that, fuck those guys, he doesn't need DNA evidence to connect them, and, so, and he vowed, this ch- case is not going away. It doesn't mean nothing happened. He did it it just a- means nothing was left behind. He did it in a Darth Sidious voice? <laughs> he did. Oh, that was quite Darth Sidious. I don't know. I don't know, it was a really dumb voice. Uh, and Maybe when he was screaming near the end of episode <laughs> three. And, uh, okay, Thomas Hayden Church, who... I'm not sure which character he's playing in Spider-Man, but... Spider-Man 3, but... Is he not playing Venom? No, I think he's actually playing Sandman. Oh, okay. Which, again, one of the lamest villains ever. He's a dude that turns into sand. I don't see... I don't... I don't know. Maybe... I hope he's just like... Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? No, it's good. That's a good point, Dustin. Mark... Good point. Uh, but Church let loose that there's been some debate as to whether or not Venom was really going to be in the movie. Uh, they actually thought that what's the dude from that '70s show? And it was Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Vilder Vomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomitervomit
unintentionally confirmed that Venom is actually going to be in the movie. So Topher Grace, who is not definitely not the bodybuilder type that Venom should be, he's going to be playing Venom. Uh, Church told MSN.com, he said, I'm overwhelmed every time I'm around Sam. He's been showing me stuff since the beginning of last summer. This is what we're going to be doing. That This sequence, this is what Spider-Man's going to be doing, and this is what Venom, Venom is going to be doing. It's a massive, massive process. And he wasn't supposed to say anything about Venom. So I guess I don't know what's going to happen from that, but probably nothing. I'm overwhelmed every time I'm around Sam. Overwhelmed. And in the case of a movie we probably don't need, there's a rumor going around that Jessica Simpson may be up for the role, I guess, that Pam Anderson played in a film version of Baywatch. Although, can't say I'd mind seeing her run down the beach. But do we really need a Baywatch movie? No. Isn't that, isn't that really more deserving of Did a, we need a Dukes of Hazard movie? I don't know. I didn't see it. Well, Probably not. I didn't see it either, but I can tell you we didn't. Okay. Probably not. Do we need a Dallas movie? No. Yeah, I, I think Dallas, especially since it's got Jay fucking Lowe in it. I hate that bitch. She's going to be playing one of the characters in the movie. Why can't we have anything new? I mean, we were talking in the first segment that, you know, all the artistic realm was taken up. Maybe we should come up with some new movie ideas. Maybe that's an open segment. Because if you haven't figured out by now, by now, Hollywood, for the most part, is highly unoriginal. That's why we recycling get, everything nowadays. Well, recycling and sequels. Sequelizing everything. And there's some sequels that are good. Like, I hope X-Men 3 will be good. And, you know, I hope Superman... Spider-Man 3, Batman Spider-Man 2. I don't know. You can, I guess you can consider Superman Returns a sequel, since it technically takes place five years after Part 2. But well, yeah, it's definitely. One I hope now. that's good, but you know, I don't have a lot of hope for it. But I don't understand. I think if anything, Baywatch just needs maybe another TV movie. If that, I still don't know that. I it don't deserves. think they need any more reinventions. They can just do it. I don't either. Show. But I wonder who's going to be playing the uh, David Hasselhoff character. What's he doing? You know, he probably will. He probably will play himself. I bet he will. Guy. Yeah, no one that bastard. Maybe he'll sing a song for us like he does in Germany too. You know what? I think we're out of news. Damn it. <laughs> Are we already? Yeah, I think so. That time flew by, buddy. Eh. Why don't you go back to that inward story that you passed up? Yeah, why'd you pass okay. that? Oh, well, here's one. I forgot. I'm okay. Dave Chappelle this week told Esquire magazine. Oh, why he went to South Africa? Why he, I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. Why he decided to leave the show. Chappelle said, the bottom line was white people own everything. And where can a black person go and be himself or say something that's familiar to him and not have to explain or apologize? So I guess what he's saying is it basically comes down to race again. Uh, okay. Why did everything come down to race? Was Why he having to abol- apologize for shit he was saying on the show? I don't think so. He's, well, everything he's, I heard, he had the most popular show they didn't give of him f- any comedy show ever. I'm, I don't think Comedy Central was I'm in a hurry. sure they were going to let him do whatever the fuck he wants. They didn't give him $50 million for no reason. Well, he said, he said, I felt like it was really pressured to sell for something that I didn't necessarily feel like I wanted. The thing about show business is that, in a way, it forces dysfunctional relationships in people. If he'd left it at just that quote, but why does it have to be about race? Why is it white? I don't understand that. With why? fifty million, he can definitely own something. Well, that's true. I, I just don't understand why it always has to be about race. Trust me, insane. Okay, and so today, the big story that's been flying around the airwaves here in, on Dallas radio is the. DISD school board, which is that combined with the city council makes for one of the most incompetent city group of city leaderships, I guess. I don't know what you say. The worst city leadership ever. But the uh, board decided they were going to take on the N-word. And there was a guy that went on fast last year. His name was Curtis Ferguson. He was a teacher at Carter High School. 
And he went on a fast because of people using the N-word in school. And his he What the hell does going on a fast do? Well, he wanted to bring awareness to it. It said he fasted for 10 days in a tent in South Dallas. Apparently, I guess he lived on the streets. He wanted to bring attention to it. I don't know how a fast brings awareness to a word. How does anyone know that he's fasting, necessarily? Unless you bring it up, right. Uh, well, and who gives a shit if some random dude goes on a fast? Yeah, that's true. It's I don't give a shit if he starves himself. It's basically another homeless it's guy. making news, though. That's true. Uh, and he inspired Curtis Brashear, or I'm sorry, Hollis Brashear, who is a DISD trustee, and he is planning to punish anyone who uses any sort of racial slur. They're worried. They're what par- do they mean? I mean, are they talking about students? Are they talking about they're staff? Talking about, they're talking about, I guess... Or both? Or It says it says they would punish anyone who uses racial slurs, slurs at a school. They're supposed to discuss this today. It doesn't say whether it's limited to students, although, according to the article, they're primarily concerned about students. That's what it seems like, anyways. Uh, Brashear said, I want to, to clearly state that we don't want you using that word, referring to the N-word. Youngsters don't have the history of it, where it came from, and what it means. Well, actually, I think they do. Youngsters. Youngsters, yeah. I can always tell that that's an informed person. Yeah. Uh, going back to Ferguson, he did get one. He's he's black himself, and he had he got quite a, kind of a funny opinion from one guy. Mark. He said, one older black man told me, how dare you try to get rid of that word? What are we supposed to call each other? Why do you have to call? Why do we have to call each other a formerly derogatory name? So it's all races. Nobody can say it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's not, and it's just not the n word. I guess people aren't supposed to call each what's other the, cracker. What's the n word? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. If you're doing the story. You really what's should. What's the n word? Hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. know. I don't know. I guess I'm confused. And I guess that's the end of the show then, because I don't know. Why would that end the show? Why would that? Because I haven't done my research. I don't know what the word is. Well, why don't you Google it? You're going to Google the other thing. I Google can't. the n word. Google's broken. Google the N-word. I can't. Just do it. No. You Google, Google the N-word. Go to, go to dictionary.com. Go ahead and look it up and read look the definition. N-word. Put in N-word. See what comes up. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Hopefully this was entertaining to someone. Probably no one. This feels like the longest minute of my life. Type fast. No entry found for N-word. Did you mean N-word? N-word. Or Why F-word? would they not want him to say N-word? I meant F-word. What about F-word? Oh, come on, fucker. I think you just defined it. I think I just broke it. You broke the dictionary. You broke the site? I think so. See the top results for F word. This is a really entertaining segment. What the fuck? <laughs> and we're spent. <laughs> the F word, uh, the new Channel 4 show with Gordon Ramsay. Uh, the F word is also uh, a British so, feminist site. Uh, these, these, they, uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> I like the, these, these. Hold <laughs> there. A radical feminist handbook for the revolution. What revolution is this? A radical feminist revolution? They're going up in arms and going to send us all to the mountains? Huh? Yeah. I think that means the show's over. Does it? <laughs> I think that's a sign. Okay, so no more news here? I think, you, I think yeah, well, do you... I don't see much else. Uh, Americans frustrated with politics. It's kind of lame. Yeah. Gas prices, man, nah, we all know about that. Well, I guess we didn't talk about this. ABC decided this week that they were going to offer streaming downloads of Desperate Housewives and Lost, as well as a couple of other shows. Oh, uh, Lost, Commander Chief, Desperate Housewives, and Alias. Are this, Commander- is this the one they're doing for free, or is this yeah, the one they pay for? this is the one they're going to do streaming. Uh, you can still pay for them on iTunes, but they're going to do these as streaming downloads. Well, they won't be downloads. They'll be like... You can watch it with the connection. Right. And the thing about this is, this is going to be the first time anyone's ever done this, any of the 
national networks. But they're also going to have, unlike the iTunes versions, they're going to put commercials in, in front or throughout, and you can't fast forward, which is unfortunate. But I think this is going to do a lot better once we actually get to the G3 level on cell phones and everything, when you can actually get a real live high-speed internet connection and everything. You know, I don't know that I want to watch. Shit but, on my I mean, phone if they're going to do it on the on the iPod, already. I want them to stream shit you can't get on network TV. Yeah, like original television, like cable shows need to start streaming. Oh, like the Even with ads. I would watch those shows with ads right. if I could the Sopranos. not pay for cable and still watch some of them. Yeah, maybe not HBO, but like some of the other cable channels. I would still watch, I would watch the Sopranos. Well, with I mean, I would too. But Ultimate Fighter. I'm saying I can see other channels streaming before HBO. Yeah. Yeah, FX should definitely get into that if they want to really get up. I don't see HBO doing it without a subscription. That's I mean, what I mean. Yeah. I can't believe HBO is not offering downloads of The Sopranos. They're insane for not doing that. Well, because they want you to pay $90 for the DVDs when they come out. Still, but a lot more people would be... I guarantee they would make more money if they would offer downloads of Big Love, uh, Deadwood, The Sopranos. They would make more money than they would offer regular Maybe subscriptions. Maybe put out a Maybe, but DVD. they have to have those shows sell the network so they can have all the other shows that they have well they would still uh, they would still sell the network i think yeah but i, I bet they would make a lot there's more plenty money. of people that just pay for hbo just oh. because of those shows oh I, i'm one of those people that I, that's all i do i don't watch any of the movies on hbo anymore i only only have it for deadwood and sopranos and i watch big love but the well rome when it comes around and rome yeah but that i, w- I wouldn't watch big love if it wasn't on after the sopranos but what is big love Big Love is a new show. It's got Bill Pullman in his ass that's always out. But it's him and, and his ass that's always out? <laughs> his The only nudity in the show, the one fortunate thing about Sopranos is at least you get some female nudity once in a while. I mean, the one fortunate thing. There's a lot of good things about Sopranos. But in here, you expect some level of nudity, right? But it's all Bill Pullman's ass. You don't get any female nudity. His the nipples only, are the most memorable thing. That's all you get is his nipples and his ass. Mm. Sweaty ass. I was gonna ask what kind of ass. I mean, there's a couple of there's there's a really the the girl that played uh, Johnny Cash's first wife in Walk the Line. Okay, she plays one of his wives because he plays a polygamist. Ah, and he owns a hardware store, kind of like Lowe's or Home Depot, and it's all about him. Does he own like a chain store, or does he just own a a local hardware store? In when the series first opened, he was trying to. He just—he already had one store. He was trying to open a second one, or he's opened a second one. And now he's trying to specking out a third. So he's building a chain. Oh, okay. And he's also trying to keep his polygamous marriage because he lives in the middle of Salt Lake City, and he's one of the fundamentalist uh, Latter Day Saints or Mormons, and he's trying to keep his polygamist uh, livelihood or marriage under under wraps. And he's also dealing with the this group Juniper Creek, who he was formerly a member of, who is a big uh, polygamist cult or whatever you want to call them so he's trying to they he owes them money and so it, it's interesting but it would be nice to have some female nudity on there as well I'm tired of bill pullman's ass that's your one problem with the show yeah it's my one problem with the show yeah, it's all right it's decent acting i wish they, i wish they'd put rome out on a dvd they probably they, will they don't even have a estimated time on the side really or anything. yeah um well look how long it takes to get sopranos out on dvd that's true and the sopranos dvds have very few extras Mm-hmm. I mean, the first season had a, uh, a really long interview with David Chase that went on for like an hour. It was the most boring shit ever. <sighs> yeah, kind of like this part of the segment. Pretty much, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's probably time to end the show because <laughs> I think, like you said at the very beginning of the show, this is definitely an uninspired edition. There you go. Well, let's cut it off then. Is that it? Are we done? Sure. Enough news stories for you? You got your news quota filled? I do. 
All right. So this could have been a topic. This could have been. A to- well, we're talking about Bob Dylan next week in your concert, oh, yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. Possible. Uh, no war chant, damn you, Dave. All right, you can contact us at uh, 206-666-3356. You can email us at breakroom at gmail.com. Somebody email. Please somebody email us. We no, always- don't beg for emails. Fuck them if they don't want to email us. Oh, okay. Okay, fuck you. Uh, you can find our website at www.breakroom.org. We have a in-browser player that plays through Macromedia Flash. You can also subscribe to it if you want to get it on a regular basis through feeds.feedburner.com slash thebreakroom. And if you don't know it, subscription and podcasting is, please visit noipodrequired.com. Wow, that really goes into full... I didn't know the Indians had whistles. Do your band name stuff. Go. Okay, Go the band was... Uh, this is outro music now. <laughs> the band was Enter the, ha- Enter the Haggis, which you can find at enterthehaggis.com or myspace.com slash enterthehaggis. Uh, okay, so we're going to end with one more song for them. This song is... Breakroom.org. <laughs> this song is another round. All right, visit us at www.breakroom.org. He's Mark, and I'm Dustin, <laughs> and he's Dave. <laughs> the show sucks. <laughs> All right, everybody have a happy Passover and happy Easter, and hopefully we'll see you next week. If we don't pod fade. If we don't pod fade. Bye.
Seven ten split. I was just saying, everybody be kicked out of there. Well, I mean, that's how you get the immunity idol. Uh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as I've been there, I've never seen anyone take it up. Not even fall. I know. Well, I picked it up several times. So we threw two balls, though. Yeah. It's true. It doesn't count. You ran down there and knocked them down with your hands. Yeah, good point. Still got the immunity idol though. <laughs> When the thing comes and sweeps the pins away to clear them out, that doesn't count. <laughs> <No. getting them. laughs> what about when I hurl myself down the alley? When I wax up my entire body and just put on just a speedo and then <laughs> run down the alley? That's just called strange. Oh, damn! I think it's a foul, though. It's a foul. Yeah. Is that w- whenever you cross the line, it's a foul. So. Oh, I thought you meant just pretty me. sure if your whole greasy ass goes down the alley, uh, it's a foul. Okay. This drama contains adult language and partial nudity. <laughs> And we're back. Damn, that was a good episode. Wasn't it awesome? I forget how awesome episode four was. It was that just was back when we had life. It it really was. When I wanted to be over here every week. <laughs> oh, I can't say anything. I'm the only. I'm the reason we're even doing the intro and outro. That's a very good point. Uh, originally, I missed I was just, you. I missed you. I'm, and I missed you. I miss you every week, every day that goes. You by. wanted to just let Charles handle it. Yeah, Charles said, was going to handle it. I want to see some Marcus. And, and so you I wanna, came over. And you want to announce your new special project. Let's talk about yes. that. Well, first we need to. Um, how many? I forgot all the announcements we had. Well, we have to say sorry to F thirteen. Yeah, as you heard in his voicemail last week, he was outraged that we he didn't recognize that he was a loyal, mm-hmm. interacting listener. And, and that's <clears> our bad. That's our bad. It is. But then again, I don't think of him as a listener anymore. I think of him more as a lover, a colleague. Uh, a, a colleague with benefits. Yes, exactly, exactly. I can uh, f him dirty anytime I want to. So, yes, two balls. So you're no longer a listener. You're now graded to colleague status. No, so, no. Uh, um, uh, we have good news for Nate and for F13 and for Stefan and for Aaron and for Marla and the wife for well, her and Aaron can share and for. I think that's it. And you Scott and can share with Marlon. And me. Yeah. Everyone, everyone in California can just split one. Right. F13, he'll get his own, though. Everyone else and in Nate California will get his can split well. their own. Is Nate from California, too? He's not from California. No, he's from somewhere he'll get else. His own. I don't remember. We have magnets now. And they say... Well, how many do we have, Dave? Just a few. I just did 10, the first batch. Yeah. See how they go over. And to make sure Nate got a prize, since he didn't get his Jones soda. I'd have to say they're a rousing success so far. I, they uh, turn out pretty good. Here's what they say. Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? Breakroom.org. Yes. 
So we have, have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm <laughs> magnets that we'll be shipping out to all our lovely fans? All of them. Yes, and I have all. That's why I only made 10. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have one extra. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we've got Helma. Now, if we, we can, can manage to get a hold of her get Helma, Helma's address, we could send one to her. I think she was definitely a best of 2007, her series of voicemails. She's one of our most interactive listeners. She really is. She really is. I, I think Nate is, with three voicemails, is taken up yeah. slot number one. But uh, uh, past that, uh, we apologize. We announced the magnets. Uh, we had something else, didn't we? I don't know. Seemed like we had another announcement, mm. but I can't remember. We've oh, clearly had too we're much not to going anywhere. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, Despite what you may have heard. Yeah, so let's talk about that. From an accredited source. Uh, well, he drew conclusions. Uh, he got on his conclusion mat and jumped from one square to another. Uh, and you know what happens when you jump to conclusions. It makes an ass out of Aaron. Yes. So, let's talk about your moving situation. And my moving situation, as it were. Um, I'm We'd, not moving anywhere right now. I'm moving. Actually, I am moving. You are? One building over and one apartment down. Sweet. So, I'm staying in the area. We end up getting an apartment in the same complex, but in a different building from the crazy man. Now, they're going to move the crazy man with you? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Maybe you're his rock. Maybe. I haven't heard him in a couple of days. Oh, Supposedly, our, the guy that owns our apartment came to town and like totally bitched out the guy that owns that apartment underneath us. Really? Because... He's you know basically saying it's unrentable because yeah. the crazy dude lives there. Right. And I haven't heard him since then, so maybe they killed him. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he's so doped up. Maybe they stuffed him in a pit or something maybe. and put him in a little cage in a basement. Maybe Dexter got him. Maybe. Hopefully. I need to watch season two. I heard it's As awesome. do I. I've I seen one awesome. episode from season two. I have the first four episodes, but I haven't watched them yet. Yeah, I don't want to watch them until I can watch the whole thing. I agree. Um, and I'm still moving. I just don't know where yet. Uh, it will either be to east of, way east of our current location, um, but it doesn't mean it'll be out of reach for everybody. So, will it be closer or farther from us if you're in? It'll be closer to you. That place. No, it'll probably be. Is it south place. also, uh, or is it pretty much straight east? It's east on the bush, like at the the end of the bush. Ah, so it'll be easier to get to at least. It'll be easier, yes. And you'll have to pay for it via the toy. <laughs> I'm sure there's alternate routes. <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where I'm moving yet. Um, but I'm moving. Thank God. I'm sick of this effing area. I'm sick of Frisco and its stupid traffic. I'm sick of it too. I'm sick of everybody else having to deal with it. And I'm sick of paying money to things. Yeah, that's that's good. So if I can get rid of paying things in 2008, <laughs> that will be my. That'll be quite that's an accomplishment. Your, that's your resolution. Yes. Do you have a resolution for 2008? Get a new job. Get a new job. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Try and get healthy again. Yeah, Dustin announced to me today that he was going to go on the Atkins diet. Hmm. He thinks he can do it. I've done it before. It's yeah. good and it's bad. It's good and it's bad. If you do it right, it's healthy. But the downside is... Most people don't. Uh, you're right, they don't. Um, and most people don't stick with it. They do it, you're right. lose some weight, and then start eating bread again and gain it all right back. Well, not only that, you gain it quickly, and you gain more, usually. Yeah. That's the downside. I don't really don't believe in any diet that doesn't have any carbs. Mm. I just can't get behind it. I, I understand. Carbs are energy. I mean, I've done it both ways, and I, do, I lost weight. Gonna, but yeah, but he's... I don't know. We'll if he's going to be training to run the marathon that he says he's going to run... 
He's like, the Atkins diet isn't made for athletes. It's made true. for people that don't work out that want to try and lose weight. Well, they do tell you to work out. Don't I mean? Yeah, but you're not going to have energy to work out if all you're eating is meat they, and cheese and no no carbs. They claim that's not the case. You actually get your energy from fat and the food, the good fat. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I don't know. We'll see. I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Yes. I'm I know just going to stick with the good old diet of working out and eating less calories. I need to lose weight. I need to lose some more weight, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And Hey, maybe if you live closer, we can start working out. Maybe. Maybe. At the least. I need a workout partner. So do I. I would like to swim, but I have to pay a membership somewhere to swim. And I'm not holding you up. Like I'm not letting you holding you by the belly while you try to learn to swim, <laughs> like a mother. I can dog paddle; it's good enough. <laughs> Some exercise. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll learn ninja moves. I'll I really want to. Um, this year, I want to try and get back down to where I was mm-hmm. a couple summers ago when I was actually in good shape. Right. And um, that was the before year? I became lazy. No, it was the year before that, oh, okay. which Lauren hates me for that. That I lost more weight the year before our marriage than I did the year of our marriage. Um, and I want to try and start taking some jujitsu classes somewhere. Really? Some Brazilian jujitsu. No gi. And just See, get some grappling in and have that be a good form of exercise, hopefully. I've got a guy you need to talk to then. I know a guy. Is he Brazilian? Uh, no, but he does take jujitsu. And he's mm-hmm. going to enter competition next year. Uh, is so. he, does he, do you know if he does gi or no gi? I do not know. It's a good question. I want to do nogi. I want to do more MMA style. I know his ears are not fucked up, <laughs> and he is, he does MMA stuff. He's yeah. That's all I know. But yeah, get in shape. Find I, a new job. Yeah, I thought about taking Krav Maga. Get life maybe. back on track. Be happy. I haven't been happy in a while. It seems like really I've been kind of kind of down down lately. I think a lot of it has to do with being so out of shape. Hmm. I can understand that. I, I want to work out again. It's just I'm so beaten by the time I get home after an hour's driving. That yeah, and no it's so cold right now. Nah, that's can't too. do it. I have to have a gym if I'm going to do it during this weather. Yeah. And I don't feel like paying for a gym right now. Yeah, gyms are fucking expensive. Yes, they are. So, yeah, that's it. That's our series of re- resolutions. That's our sad resolutions. Make of them what you will. Many big plans for New Year's? I don't know. Are you going to the party? I'm still deciding. I'm planning on going. I just don't want to dress up. I understand. It's a formal it's party problem. that we're going to. What's her problem? I don't mind dressing up. I enjoy the dressing up, personally. Yeah, but it's to go to a house. Eh. I love Beth, but I don't want to dress up. Wear a tuxedo shirt. I everybody, She said everybody said that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I already brought that up. Yeah. Well, maybe a tuxedo sweatshirt then. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll know. make a Have You Ever Been Pelted by a Sandstorm suit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm planning on going. All right. Well, good times. So, uh, we'll be here next week. Back again. Hope you enjoyed episode four. And the four. week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that, despite and what some people say. Yes. Uh, as long as we can until Dave moves to Austin. And even then, I'm going to teleconference in. <laughs> yeah, we see how well that works. I'll give you the weekly Austin update. <laughs> All right. Well, um... I guess. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to be playing music this whole time, huh? Well, it's all right. We'll just, I'll go out with it. Uh, you can call us. One of my uh, resolutions, and this is not really up to me, this is up to you guys, is I would like a voicemail a week. Stargame 2008. I'm predicting failure in the first <laughs> week, but I would like a voicemail a week from somebody other 
than Nate every week. I trust Nate that would support us, but Nate and Aaron and F13. But Once he gets his magnet, he's not going to call anymore. Probably not. He was just trying to get magnets out of us. He claims he wasn't, but I claim otherwise. The rest of you he out there. He fan stuff seriously. Nah, I know he, he does. sounded mad that we accused him of he only was. calling he in for the prize. He was shaking his fist. You could hear it. What a wuss. Uh, there are others of you out there that listen. I know it. Uh, we would appreciate a call from you, an email, any communication. Ask us questions. We'll take over the S13 slot. How about that? You ask us questions, we'll answer them. We're here to solve all your life's problems. We want a question a week. And we will try not to use the C word. I will. I plan on using it as much no, as possible. I will not use it. Uh, so ask us your questions. Uh, we'll take over that slot. Yeah, that's our new bit. Question of the week. Once again, another bit that will fail. After two weeks. All right. Uh, 204-329-9827. Leave a comment on iTunes. We would appreciate it. We've got a total of one after almost two years of broad- podcasting. Uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, emails breakroom at gmail.com. Popsyndicate.com is a review site. Breakroom.org is where you can find the podcast. Listen to Cinema Diabolica at cinemadiabolica.com. Paperback Radio at paperbackradio.com. And I'm missing something. Bonacast does no longer exist, basically. Because Bonac Woman sucks. Out, go, out, out, go, out. Love you guys. Well, that's our show for tonight. I want to thank all my wonderful guests for dropping by. I especially want to thank you, Frank. Don't mention it, Marvin. And I also want to thank all you out there for watching. Please remember the moral of tonight's show. Put your troubles away till tomorrow. If you're lucky, someone will break into your house tonight and steal them. Not too-